0: Welcome to Shed Life.
1: Welcome back to the Shed Sam. How you been, mate? You all right? Yeah, all good, bro. Uh, How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. We're looking forward to getting you back on the pod. I know you're our sort of uh, China correspondent (laughs) based on the history, but um, we're, we're going to talk about something completely different today. And that's how I thought we'd finally get an American sport on board with the NBA. I yes, you know that's yes. something very close
0: to you. Yeah, I love basketball, man. Uh, the NBA is back and I'm over the moon. Awesome. So let,
1: let, let's start right here. Um, well, where we are at the moment, the current state of the NBA uh, during this pandemic and stuff. Uh, what's actually been different and you know, what's the actual circumstances going on at the moment?
0: Yeah, just uh, due to a coronavirus, it's been a massive change uh, for the world, uh, but also basketball. Um, so due to... The pandemic, uh, the season was suspended um, early March or mid March uh, due to Rudy Gobert, the Jazz center, um, being tested positive. Or uh-huh. Tested positive for, for uh, COVID.
1: Or well, was he the first player who got uh, positive yes.
0: tests? Okay. Yes, 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 he was. And then he, um, so it was a big sort of hoopla at the time. So he didn't really take it seriously. So he was coughing and sneezing into like all the mics that other players used.
1: What the fuck? Yeah,
0: so like he was one of the first sort of big American sports yeah. stars. He's actually French, but in the NBA, too. so he was
1: patient zero for the NBA, basically. In a sense, yeah, he
0: was. Yeah, so, yeah. Then,
1: so like and few, he wasn't contained or nothing. No, so yeah, a few
0: of the players uh, caught it from him, and
1: I think a few of the staff
0: members, and then it spread, obviously, because uh, they obviously. Put, well,
1: how, wait, how aware? How aware of the virus were they
0: back then? Obviously, at the time, obviously, like for, I think for everyone, not what everyone, for like some people, they. Um, when it first started, they didn't take the virus seriously, right? So they were just saying, yeah. oh, this is just going to pass, you know? Um, obviously, that changed and that developed very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so by probably, like, end of March, April time, people were taking it seriously. Lockdown happened, all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but initially, like like America, like the UK, like everywhere, um, Rudy Gobert and some other people who used to uh, live in America they didn't take it as seriously. Um, and as I was saying, so he... Um, coughed and sneezed on all these mics as a joke and it's caught on video
1: oh wow he done it on purpose yeah yeah he was on do, do it on purpose oh, yeah it's
0: accidental no he's just saying R D E as a joke <laughs> like oh yeah, shit. yeah exactly. and he didn't know he was positive at the time no he didn't know what it, a right. dick he was like, sick, he was sick. He felt a bit sick but he didn't think it was positive it sounds like a dick yeah it was a dick move, bro yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh yeah um, that's uh, immature, Oh, he is French. Irresponsible. <laughs> is. No, 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 that's a joke. That's a joke. Visa yeah.
1: <laughs> out of China. He's not, he's not loving yeah. too much of the
0: French. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke. I love my French people. Well, we in the shed love French people. Yeah, so. Shout out to Paris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, continue. To, tell us more about this, um, this current setup, then. Yes, yes. So, what's, um,
0: what's going so on? That's what I was saying, so yeah, so the season got suspended in March and then the NBA and the players, uh, so they developed a plan uh, to... Have a bubble where they, all the teams, or twenty-two of the teams, they um, were to locate and stay in Disneyland in Florida. Um, so they have a lot of hotels and stuff. Sounds
1: like a fun, fun, fun experience. Actually. Yeah, I know.
0: They see Mickey Mouse, all of that. So that's a childhood <laughs> fantasy, right? <laughs> as well as playing in the NBA, you know. What more do you want? You know. That's what LeBron was dreaming for when he was eight years old. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then, so twenty-two teams came into the bubble. Um, and then they had like a bubble sort of seeding games um, where there were six or eight teams that could uh, potentially make it to the playoffs as a final seed in each conference. Um, right. So uh, my team and uh, the team that I support, Portland Trailblazers, um, we were actually on the outside looking in, into the playoffs. Um, so we, I think with the ninth seed or the tenth seed at the time, we were two games behind the eighth seed. Uh-huh. And uh, our best player, Damian Lillard, went crazy. And he got us into the playoffs. Uh, we did lose in the first round to the Lakers, but it was a great run from Damien and uh, from the from the team, you know, to come back and make the playoffs, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. And so at the moment it is actually the playoffs. Uh, and it is now virtually what you call the semi-finals. Um, so it's the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. Um, so we're in the middle of both series at the moment. So it's Miami and Boston in the East and uh, the Lakers and the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets uh, in the West. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very exciting. So one of those four teams is going to be champion. Uh, people are saying that this is actually going to be the most, I guess, respected championship that somebody could win. Because, Why is that? Because as a player, especially like an NBA player or NFL player or football player, just a soccer player, mm-hmm. you obviously have a lot of money and a lot of acclaim. Mm-hmm. And being in that sort of position of notoriety, you feel like you can do things that maybe I don't know, not not, not normal people can do, you know? Right. And yeah. obviously by being contained in a sort of a small bubble where you're locked in, you can't see people, mm-hmm. not even their families, you know. Um, it's kind of a testing on mental health, you know. Um and obviously you're stuck with the same team for the entire uh, to process, you know, uh, there's not much scope to move around. If you leave the bubble, you have to go back and quarantine. Yeah. To re-enter. Um, so it's pretty crazy um, so so you're
1: pretty, saying it's a test on their mindset as opposed to yes, honest, yes. So as e- well as a skill level yeah mindset. so even some players for example
0: uh, Paul George who's one of the, like, the better players in the NBA he's one of the stars of the Clippers okay. um, he mentioned after a few poor games in the playoffs that he was dealing with sort of like feeling down his mental health wasn't good just because he'd been locked in he can't see his family all of this you know. so it's, it's pretty crazy and what I found actually is
1: that where they picked Disney World Disneyland or whatever just no, to hopefully pe- boost people's morale, but like, everyone knows, <laughs> yeah, <is> it? yeah <laughs> but it didn't work did that yeah, <laughs> no, like, day. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah
1: no, no. no, no, I'm joking. I mean, you understand it sounding tough. It's sounding like it almost like you're you're trapped in a certain. Yeah, region. yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of space and the. Yeah, getting, no, the campus is unreal, unreal. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, like, still probably, not
0: seeing people. Yeah, yeah of course, of course.
1: But it's yeah, what probably the real enforced lockdown is what they're going for at the
0: moment within
1: their own little
0: bubble, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is what lockdowns. But I think it kind of, I think it's... The real sort of like tested teams that have great chemistry, and those who don't, you know, because okay. kind of that's put, your current
1: family, if you like, your
0: family, yeah, you know and I mean, also, the yeah, yeah. You're absolutely. You're living with them, you're yeah. with them a lot, you know, um, obviously, you know, route with them, all of that, but you still, it's all about the team, you know, yeah, um, yeah. So, like, the, the four teams that have actually made the the final four, um, they probably are the best teams in the sense of the team, you know, uh, although they have superstars, like, the team chemistry, I think, is on point four, four, you know, um, so Miami. They aren't the most talented, but they have uh, like a rough rider, uh, like a dog called uh, Jimmy Butler. He's, a, he's woofing, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's just straight woofing, you know, he's just, he's unreal because he's a tough guy. So um, I'll give him a backstory around him. So he, um, he first was drafted by the Chicago Wolf, actually, even before that, actually. So he was born homeless. Oh,
1: sure. so he was homeless. Born homeless?
0: Oh, he, he didn't have a, like a great family home. Okay. And then, so he became homeless. Okay. And then um, yeah. he had a tough sort of upbringing. And then he made it out of sort of the ghetto in America mm. and got drafted by Chicago in the second round or one of the drafts. And he was just like an outside player, a rotation player, didn't really play. Yeah. And then he developed over years into a star. And then he got traded to Minnesota and, uh, because he's such a hard worker, right? Like, right. like he doesn't take any sort of like uh, liberties when it comes to um, mm-hmm. like, either players who are talented who don't work as hard, right? Sure. So, Minnesota at the time had two, like, really talented and they still actually. Uh, it's a Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins at the time. Um, and they had a lot of talent but they didn't work hard and they kept losing. And then uh, Jimmy Butler, like, just had a go at them, right? And then... So, so he fell out with them and then he... Oh, yeah, he took them... Uh, so, like, he asked to be traded and stuff, you know? Um,
1: oh, I mean, shit, he asked them to be traded?
0: He, no, he, no well, he asked for himself to be traded. Oh, he, see. You, don't want, you don't want to chill with these guys anymore. You don't oh, want to play should, them yeah. right after one year. And he... Uh, so he made a trade request, and he liked this and all these these two players, and then um, so, so they had like a um, a practice, like scrimmage, right? And mm-hmm. um, so Jimmy Butler got like the second stringers from the G League, right, and played the first team, right? And then he just, he just like owned them. And he's like shouting to like the GM, who you asked to get traded, right? To ask him to, to trade him away, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Get me like a vinaigrette salad." <laughs> so he's just, like, he's scoring under the, like their first team, yeah. he's like abusing the. Oh shit! Yeah, the GM, GM yeah. Well, ask him to like get him food and shit. Yeah, get him food. <laughs> <laughs> get him his lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just talked just like that, you know. Um, did he get his move? Yeah, he did. So he went to Philadelphia, and he was at Philadelphia last year, and they lost to Kawhi's last minute. Who? Him, Kawhi Leonard. Quite a big player now. Oh, sorry, he's a player. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea. It's... Yeah, so this is like a big lamb like moment the last year's playoffs. So yeah. Uh, Kawhi and Toronto, they won the playoffs and they won the won the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had a tough seven game series against uh, Philadelphia, who had uh, um, Butler, Simmons, and uh, Embiid. And um, yeah, went to a game seven, last second shot, like Kawhi landed. And it's just, it's basically called a shot that was heard around the world. So I don't know if, yeah, was, what's your video at some point? Yeah, so basically, he goes to the baseline and then he shoots it and it bounces off the rim like four times before it comes oh, in. Shit. Yeah, it's like in. Yeah and yeah literally and there's breaks <laughs> on the side. It's just a crazy moment. It's just a mad moment and then they obviously they uh and that won them the championship did it. But... No so they, that got to them to the next round. And then again. they beat Milwaukee and then they beat um the Warriors, you know? Um and they won. And that was the first championship they've ever won. Damn. So yeah like Who's yeah. That the Toronto. Toronto Raptors, Raptors, yeah, yeah. So that's uh Tony. Uh, yeah our mutual friend, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, Tony's big <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll tell you, i try, what, what's happening. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all right, cool, man. Well, I mean, what, what we talk about some of the major differences going on at the moment with the NBA, uh, due to this pandemic. But so, apart from being in a bubble, uh, in Disney, yeah, I never know which one is Disneyland, Disney World, whatever, yeah, yeah, um, what are the, what are the changes to the actual? Like gameplay and stuff, like yeah. I noticed. I watched a couple of them, I saw the fans, there was obviously none, but had these massive screens, yes, around yeah, where the fans would yeah. sit, which looked quite cool, but yeah. also a bit creepy as well because you saw big faces, yeah, and yeah, yeah pop up, yeah. which normally you wouldn't see, like yeah. you know, the little heads, of course, also, also. In the, like yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, weird, it's
0: weird. Um, <laughs> but it's quite interesting. It's it does add to the atmosphere, right? It's a good content, I, I think you it can only replicate in basketball, you can't do that in football, right? Yeah. Football, because the stands are like far away, you're coming to TV like that, um, mm-hmm. but in basketball yeah, it is cool it's a cool feature um so it is a way for fans to still be there in a yeah. sense you know and support the team you know mm. um obviously the, the noise won't come out but it's just yeah the faces and sort of like the expressions will be there for so some if somebody hits a big game shot game winning shot they'll see the fans going crazy yeah, yeah, like, visually yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so it's still still cool for them you know it's
1: still better than like yeah you know, i guess so it's said larger arenas where you yeah were, like, yeah, any interaction. yeah yeah yeah
0: Okay. It's been a good experience. I've said that the TV um, commentary has been really, really good. The sort of uh, the way the NBA has dealt with the situation and made it as comfortable as possible for the players has been really, really good as well. Um, so yeah, it's been excellent so far. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the last few games and crowning the champion, whoever that may be. You know? So all right, just
1: give us a run through again of the final four game uh, two. Four four teams, I believe. Uh, Miami Heat. So that's Heat, one, so that's yeah. the
0: Jimmy Butler. Uh-huh. Um, there's the Denver Nuggets who mm-hmm. have uh, the last two series have so come back from three one down each and won three games straight to get to the next round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is quite wow. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? So um, uh, so they beat the Clippers who were the favorites last round. Okay. Uh, with Kawhi and Paul George, um, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big upset, and uh, they have uh, a very talented team, a young team. Um. But they're playing the Lakers this round and they're 1-0 down at the moment. And Lakers have LeBron, who's just a winner, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so experienced, so tried and tested in this sort of pressure yeah. environment. Um, I would probably back him to win that series and go to the finals. Okay. Um, well, who do you think will win in the whole thing? Personally, uh, I think Boston, Boston Celtics and oh, other yeah. team who are in the, in the, the semifinals. Um, they're just a very talented team, a young team, but talented like Dave had a lot of experience in terms of the playoff arena in the last couple of years because they've built um, and I just think they have more talent than the Lakers if they were to progress with the Nuggets, you know. Mm. Um, they're currently 2-1 down against Miami um, who are playing excellent basketball but um, I just feel uh, the Celtics who have got a new player just come back from injury uh, Gordon Hayward they just have too much talent for Miami uh, but it's going to be a tough series I think it could go six or seven, you know. Um, so it's going to be a tight series and I think if wins that series I think Probably will win the finals. Uh, although the Lakers are the favorites at the moment. Fair play. Yeah,
1: interesting stuff. And then, so when do we, when is this final and stuff happening? Yeah. Um, has, so how how much of a delay was it to um the sort of normal, yeah. uh, scheduling, and how much yeah. further will this be before yeah. a new season
0: uh, would restart? So, um, so it, so season event in March. Um, so normally it would finish around June. Uh-huh. The finals Finals we in June. Um, so it restarted in a shortened <laughs> format. Um. I think it would have been so it's September now. So it would have been probably um July. End okay. of July. Right. Um, yeah. So there would have been a lot of games but it'd be condensed in a short period of time. Um so there's not been many gaps. Um so because obviously they wanna minimise risks as well, you know. And obviously they don't want to play to stay there for too long, you know, as I said, no, like, exactly. Atlanta, and obviously now they obviously now because they've reached a certain point, the families have been allowed in for these um current yeah. teams. But um <clears throat> it's still you wanna be a, out of the, the bubble obviously no, you of get sick of it after a while yeah, but, yeah exactly yeah exactly. Oh, that's interesting man. yeah and so in terms of the new season um so that hasn't been decided yet mm. um so I, I assume there'll be a little bit of a break i think it'll be a longer break than how the football is doing at the moment uh, because initially the football is finished and straight away there's a couple of weeks of soccer, no, right. soccer yeah, yeah, sorry yeah, soccer. Soccer. um yeah and it's straight into the season and as you can see so certain teams have obviously felt oh, sort of uh, the benefit from that. Mm. Some teams, maybe who are more high intensity, have struggled a little bit. Yeah, so that, that's been quite interesting. But I think with the NBA, they're going to have a little break. Um Because for me, the NBA is more of a player-run league than other leagues. So the players have more power. Okay. And that's a lot to do with... Well, how do you, why do you say that? The uh, because they have their own like, association. So does the, the soccer together. They mm-hmm. have their own like, players' association. But the, this player association has more power in terms of how much contracts... Like in terms of like the salary cap, like so how much money people can earn in the max deal. Um, so the players have control over that. They? So they're in the discussion with the owners and obviously the league, you know? So what, they decide their own salary cap? In a sense. Yeah, obviously well, there, there have to be an agreement. Obviously, you can't be too something too crazy. So like, you can't, one player can't get 100 million per year. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody can get now 45 million.
1: No, but what I'm saying is yeah. the players decide among, for their own team with their no, own it's general a, manager in in as,
0: general general, as like a whole for the NBA. As a, as a whole for the NBA. So each team has a salary <laughs> cap. So... There's a certain amount of money that they can um, spend, uh, and then if they exceed their salary cap, ta- salary cap, they have to pay an extra tax, like a very very rich tax, you know. Wow. So really, the, if if you are a good team, you're willing to pay the Italian salary tax because you want to win, right? Yeah. But if you're a mediocre team with a high salary and in that salary tax, that's a bad situation for you, you know. That shows that like you're not it's going anywhere and you're just paying a lot of money for. Yeah. It's mediocrity. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah. Um, and also with LeBron being a sort of. Socially, sort of, aware athlete, you know, he'll uh, have a lot of commercial, his yeah, own commercial com- activities, commercial activities, massive on Instagram. Um, he's uh, he's funded these uh LeBron, um, I wish I dreams schools, which uh, help people in sort of decorated backgrounds get into college and stuff. Um, so it's really, yeah, he's done a lot for not just uh, the NBA but also the community, so he has a lot of clout in the public atmosphere as well. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, LeBron,
1: well, that's the thing, I mean, these kind of players who have that commercial um, funnel of income as well, compared to ones who don't. This, I'm, I'm trying to get my head around. Who decides which of the play, players is it down to to decide what their cap is? Yes. Is, it, do you know what I mean? is it the I don't know, the captains, the more experienced ones, the ones who, yeah, who yeah. have got more of a commercial reach, they don't actually rely on the actual contract yeah. Per yeah. say as a as yeah. a primary source, yeah, yeah. Like it might be primary, but they have multiple streams, yeah, yeah, or is it the ones who are kind of maybe lesser known or towards the end of the country where they're they're relying on this to set yeah, them up
0: yeah. for a good few years to go? Yeah, so basically, like uh, they have a um like a board of players. who are part of the association, and they speak on behalf of the okay. whole league of okay. players, right? That's uh, quite interesting. Yes, yeah, so normally the players that are um, part of that association, they're Chris Paul, uh, Andrew Iguodala, so they're more like experienced or more sort of I don't know. I don't know, I wouldn't say intelligent, but just more, I don't know, aware mm. of how certain things will affect them, you know, the players, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're the sort of guys that are kind of the front runners or they're the, the voice for the players, you know, in a sense, yeah. And they, they will obviously discuss with the owners and the uh, the league about what would be appropriate um, salary cap. But it's crazy you say that, actually, and I, I should have mentioned this earlier. So, um, although obviously the basketball has played obviously a massive factor um, yeah. in the bubble, Um I'm not sure if you've heard that uh, there was a, um, what would you call it? So the Milwaukee box just walked out of um, one of the games as a um, demonstration against, obviously, the um, the killing of um, the guy in Milwaukee who was shot by the police. I can't remember his name. George Floyd. No, George Floyd. No, no, no. Um, the, the one just recently. Oh, well,
1: um, was killed or was it the it was, was it shot? He
0: was shot in the back, yeah, and he's paralyzed, yeah. Yes, yeah, so he,
1: was, he wasn't killed, was
0: he? Yeah, he wasn't killed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was obviously, it was. I don't know if you've seen the video, but I'll tell you it was an unnecessary incident. Right. You know? um, and obviously police uh, did some things that actually went not right. Um, yeah, so obviously they walked out because that happened in the neighboring borough of Milwaukee. Um, and so they walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee. It was it's an American accent. Right?
1: Yeah. accent. It's a wild accent. It's a you know? wild like, pronunciation. I'm like, oh, and when
0: I'm speaking oh, about America, cool. American sports, I need to
1: Milwaukee.
0: have the accent as well. You Wait, know? do it again? <laughs> 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 Milwaukee. <laughs> it Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Um, yeah so them and the MVP actually uh, Giannis, who's is the star player um they decided to walk out a boycott the game okay and then the rest of the league did that for um I think for one or two I think we had one day one one set of games and then they didn't play for two two games two days sorry um and uh, yeah um so it was just a a message to the NBA that they needed to support this matter and the owners really do Provide support for against racism and the mm. police brutality. So was it
1: was it just to raise awareness or was it um, were they
0: uh, after some sort of resolution or change yeah, in so organisation? Yeah, so I they, say? they got some uh, funding um, for certain good causes around that. So the owners pitched a certain amount of uh, money um, to uh, donate to uh, these causes. For example, like helping uh, people from uh, ethnic backgrounds get better education. Um, obviously how to stop police brutality, um, offering more um, higher positions in the NBA for uh, black coaches, uh-huh. stuff like that, you know? Uh, yeah. It's all like social justice and sort of like benefits of society, you know? That, that Obviously, like, for me and uh, I think for y- yourself as well, um, you want society more equal, you know? it's Obviously, there's still a ways to go. A um, long ways a, to go. Yeah. A long ways to go. But in, in America specifically, it's, it's obviously... A lot to everyone, and um, hopefully, this will be—I don't know—a step in that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's a
1: very good point actually. Um, so, what else um, did do they do apart from this? So, that you're saying they boycotted a few games mm-hmm. uh, because of the police brutality, yeah, uh, recent yeah. police brutality. Yes, of uh, was there anything else? And so that you said they—it uh, wasn't just for awareness. Was there anything else they managed to?
0: yeah is it continuing
1: basically is there things that still continue
0: yeah to do? so they... yeah th- throughout the process even before this uh this boycott um mm-hmm. the nba um, allowed players to write a message on their jersey on the back of the jersey ah, I didn't yeah, see that. yeah yeah, yeah. so, so that didn't some will say that. maybe like equality or they'll say like uh peace or whatever some sort of message yeah. um even in like other foreign languages or oh, okay. end racism whatever some yeah, sort of message. was it just
1: a surrounding or what racism and inequality or was it so with some people using it to just put any message.
0: No, out. no, it was all about racing. It's all about this. Yeah. Whole <laughs> yeah, if you put theme. any message around it, like somebody is promoting their like new shoes or whatever, that'd be that'd, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that'd Yeah, exactly. So opportunity, that'd be terrible. Uh, that'd terrible.
1: that'd be, be
0: opportunistic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually we will go out that
1: player. But, well, I, I saw a story actually, let me ask you about what well, one player didn't put a message or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Or it was, didn't take a knee or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, so like there was some famous not famous, but there was some incident. Yeah, so there's a few,
0: few players and coaches who um didn't take a knee during a national anthem uh, okay. because they...
1: And just to explain, taking the knee, obviously, we've seen it. If you watch football yeah, in the yeah. Premier League, um, everyone yeah. sort of does it. And yeah, I guess yeah. it would be quite a, a bold statement if someone didn't. Yes. Or, yeah. To understand their reasons. Yeah, for it. yeah. So, yeah. So, for hearing hearing that happen here in the NBA, yeah. that's, I guess that's just a bold. But what, what's the reason behind that?
0: Yeah. So, like,
1: if I can remember, so,
0: like, a couple of players, I think, like, Jonathan Isaac from Orlando, uh, Greg Popovich, who's one of the biggest, like, and the greatest coaches of all time, mm-hmm. Spurs. Um, they both um, didn't kneel for the for the national anthem, like the majority of players or and coaches, just because um, they have uh, military backgrounds. Uh, and their families, okay. you know? yes. Um so for for a lot of people who have that sort of like link with the military in America, they yeah, feel that, yeah. yeah, they feel it's disrespectful in a sense yeah. to uh, kneel. Okay. So, well, so they're, they're, they're still wearing the same t shirts, so they're still supporting the cause. I yeah, so yeah. want to do that again. That them. action, yeah, would de- yeah, 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 yeah of course, of course, yeah, or disrespectfully. yeah. So, um, all right, I get that, yeah. So, that's another topic completely, but oh, like, yeah, in terms of just the fact that certain sports players obviously they, they can't or they won't, um, kneel for national anthem because of certain ties. Uh, for example, I don't know if you heard about Drew Brees from the uh, the Saints. So he's an oh. NFL quarterback, one of the greatest ever, um, arguably, um, and he's uh, he's white himself, and um, he um, was interviewed by some news channel, and he and they said asked him whether he would kneel for the, um, the anthem when the NFL returned, mm-hmm. um, and he said no, like in sort of uncertain terms, and then a lot of like as in his family,
1: no, you family
0: no, and obviously in NFL the majority of the locker room is uh, Afro Caribbean black, you know. Okay. Um, so they um, a lot of the players were like, they fell out with him. They're like, "Oh, you didn't back us," you know. Yeah. yeah. And with the NFL, it's such a team sport, you know. It's all about right. the locker room, right? Um. So that was a massive sort of a news story for like a few days, and then he also he apologized, saying that like he was kind of like um, not sensitive to the the situation and mm. stuff, you know. Because this was like peak George Floyd area. And yeah, like, yeah. And right. the, yeah, so there's a yeah, there's a lot of uh, raw emotions, you know, at yeah. the time. Um. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. America is quite crazy after elections coming up soon. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's enough of politics. I don't, let's let's speak about basketball. I think you know. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, it's, no, it's, it's a bit no, a bit, no, bit intense. That's you know? interesting. Yeah, interesting
1: stuff. It's uh, important stuff. It's a
0: bo- yeah, very important stuff. And obviously, um, I hope that things do progress in in the world as a whole. Um, and yeah, I think me and you obviously we support that movement as well. Interesting stuff. Mm. Thanks very
1: much, San. Mm. All right, uh, just moving on. Uh, to our next subject, I guess, well, let's talk about, let's talk about that documentary, The Last Dance. Oh, you know, it's yeah, been, it's yeah, been yeah. out for a while now. but Incredible documentary. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It's one of the best watches, I think, this year. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when you go ask your thoughts on it as a whole, then I don't know any, anything else you can tell us. Which uh,
0: Yeah, so um, I think that documentary, because especially it was, it was, it was released during lockdown when people are at home. Exactly. It yeah. really sort of boosted the popularity of the NBA and mm. basketball. To not necessarily American audiences, but worldwide audiences like the UK. I know a lot of people who don't really follow basketball, they're like, oh, this documentary is incredible. Jordan was a killer, like unreal, you know? Mm. Um, the, the documentary, in a sense, is slightly biased, it is obviously um, course, yeah. filmed by Jordan and his people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, like certain. I think a lot of
1: people picked up on that. Yeah,
0: videos, yeah. So especially
1: given the reactions of. Yeah, uh, so like right former players.
0: Yeah, yeah, Pippen and uh, Isaiah Thomas. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene but like, he's just laughing. Yeah, <laughs> the, the thing that you want he was a killer, but he had a massive ego. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can, you yeah, can tell, yeah, you can a, tell. A, but the thing is, a lot of great players and legends. in this world, They have to have that. They, like, if Cristiano Ronaldo is the same, probably you know Tiger Woods probably the same. If they have that winners mentality, whereas like. I don't care about anybody else. I just, I'm just going to be dominant, you know? Exactly. Yeah. great. It? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a good documentary. It was obviously very entertaining. Obviously, um, <laughs> he brought Rodman to the public eye as well. Uh, yeah. And it's craziness, you know?
1: It did, but yeah. a lot of people would kind of associate himself with yeah, that Yeah, that's true. That's but true. less so with actually what he did on the, on the basketball On the basketball court, yeah, that's, true. that's for, true. Like you said, for people who weren't very much into it. Yeah, That yeah. was a real eye-opener. Yes, it was. People, yeah, how, yeah. How talented he actually was! I think one
0: of the best actually scenes in the documentary was when he's uh, describing the rebounds and angles, yeah, and the spin on the ball. Like it yeah, shows yeah. that he's got a master, it shows of how craft, professional, yeah, how professional, yeah, yeah, he's got it all up here, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Obviously, he had a, like a good time outside the court, but yeah. like as a player, like, the medicine, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, he was a he's a monster, you know. Mm. No,
1: it's yeah. good.
0: It's quite interesting because obviously now, kind of now, this has um, ended the debate. Um, for a lot of the younger generation now, um, or like mid eighties, like sort of mid twenties whatever to thirties, right. that LeBron is go compared to um greatest of all time compared to Jordan. So that's ended that debate. It was like people now know that Jordan was just different, different makeup. I, I love LeBron. I think the biggest case for him to be the greatest of all time is longevity. Um, if he were to win this championship this year at thirty six, playing one of like the best season one of the best basketball seasons that he has in his career, it would be unreal. Uh, so he has more,
1: but he still wouldn't be on par with as Ty- uh, Tyson.
0: I, I love LeBron, but like Jordan's won six finals out of six. That means a lot, you know. So obviously he's uh, reached uh, the finals six times and he won six times. I thought he lost the final once. He's never no, he's never lost the finals. Oh okay, oh, he just lost. Okay. He, he's lost in the playoffs. Like oh, I see. Times. Sorry, yeah. 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 But crazy. he's making the finals. Where well, did the wow? Yeah, six, out of six. That's crazy, yeah, uh, and so many big. Like game-winning and series-winning shots, you know. Mm-hmm. Over time, LeBron has done the same as well. But LeBron also has a few. Um, how many is LeBron in total titles? He's got three so far. And how many finals has he been? Nine. Whoa. So he lost six. Yeah, damn. I think six. Yeah. Um, so
1: if, if he had that, maybe similar mentality potentially. Mm. Well, not saying that because it's team sport at the end of yeah, the least, Yeah, But just saying, he could have gone if he had yeah. gone to nine. Yeah. Nine victories. Would you see it like?
0: I think with, with him, not. yeah, obviously, yeah, if he won one nine straight, that's not Yeah, great. That's <laughs> unreal. Um, the thing with LeBron, though, he was dominating like the Eastern Conference for a long time. So, probably like good to 10 years, he was in the finals every year. Wow. Or I think maybe nine years, you know? Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he's dominant. He's great. Like, there's no question about it. one of my favorite players of all time, you know? Uh, it's just for him now, he needs to win a couple more championships. Um, how realistic is that? Like you said, it's said to realistic like, this year he's, he's favourite, as I said earlier. No, but um, being 36 is not, it's, I'm assuming it takes its toll, right? But he hasn't re- really regressed It's weird well, because, like, his certain players, like, in sport, like, maybe they're athletic. athletic. <laughs> 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 he's coming <just> like, <laughs> to <a pod. laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah, That's my pronunciation. This right is there. a pod, in. It's pod recording <laughs> yeah. itself, trying to get B-Sad to say the yeah. word. His athletic ability. Oh, he's changed it. He followed it. He followed it. What were you trying to say?
0: Athleticism a-
1: Athleticism, yeah. Okay. Athleticism. That was, wow. You look like you were gossiping better. Yeah, I was. I was. I was,
0: I was, I was a, that was a tough one, yeah? Um, to <laughs> yeah? Uh Yeah, so his athletic ability as has <laughs> um, regressed, obviously, of age, uh, as it does for most people. Um, but he's still in great shape, you know? Uh, but he's got a further know-how of the game. He now... He's on a different level mentally where he can just see what's on the court and just play it as it is, you know? Mm-hmm. He's has got, you know, how, like, for me, like, he's very, it's very similar to Burkham. I'm an Arsenal fan. Dennis Blackham. Dennis oh, Blackham, Black- where he was just, he could see what was happening, like, five seconds before anybody else. Okay. He has that sort of vision in his head. But he's just he so much experience. He's just a great basketball mind, the way Burkham was a great footballing mind, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And then, like, for example, like, some of the, um, do you, no, no so like somebody yeah. like maybe I don't know who would be a good one maybe. What are you talking about? Which sport? Football. Like do you think like football for example like some great creative midfielders like you were just that Zidane that sort of player who's just no a genius yeah yeah. no
1: I get you. So that's what you're comparing him to. Yeah, you wouldn't call him the greatest of all. so that's still
0: joining for me unless he wins a couple more championships. Well, where where would you place him then? If you know, I think second. You think think he's he's second? second? I think he's second. Uh, Some people say Kareem, but Kareem is so uh, like. uh, I was born. I was born like. Yeah, you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Kareem's time, I didn't watch Kareem play. You know, so like for me it wasn't <laughs> something, you know, I, 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 don't I think it's the same thing
1: talking about football comparisons Pele, yeah, as well. yeah,
0: yeah, Same thing with yeah, Pelé-Maradona,
1: yeah. you can't give an uh, accurate yeah, yeah. assessment because you never were around for that
0: era. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And the game's changed a lot has, again. Yeah, it has, yeah. you got to yeah. really know like the whole stretch yeah, of that yeah. period. It'll be interesting because obviously nowadays like, would Maradona still be the same player with his... But like, that's it. In yeah. this new climate, the way, Professionalism, the game, yeah. The yeah. games changed yeah. Exactly, so, exactly. It's not just yeah. the, you know, I mean, the players are, yeah, are different. It's just, it's yeah. Just and maradona's one of my favorite players of all time. You know, um, another genius, as he say. You know, mm, okay. yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, but let, let's get back to basketball. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good little football. Well, all right. Well, that's it, I guess. I mean,
1: around yeah. that uh, documentary. Was there anything else you wanted to mention concerning um. the, the documentary? It was on Netflix, which is quite interesting.
0: Uh, that was, yeah, that, that, I didn't expect that, if I'm honest. Uh, normally, you was, they haven't. I it.
1: thought you back, like, saying the obvious now because you run out of things to say
0: when you. It's like, oh, yeah, you can find it on but Netflix. Netflix yeah. It's about an hour long, yeah, yeah. Have you used that Netflix party? What's that? If, uh, it allows you to uh, watch Netflix with another person. What? And then you chat to them. Netflix party? Yeah, yeah. it's a oh, little shit. sort of like um, kind of app or like tool, whatever you have on the browser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like a
1: virtual movie night kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done it. Uh, and you can chat to someone
0: as well. Yeah. How so? Yeah. What
1: is it like? You've got to type on the
0: screen? The yeah, TV you type, or no, you type onto the, on your keyboard, right? If you're watching on your laptop, right? No, what if you're not, what if you're watching your TV, which a lot of people do nowadays? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Personally, like, cause I, I use it on the laptop. I don't know All if gonna right. get. It, no. You probably can, like, if you want to. Yeah, you must
1: be. It can't just be. be a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you can probably um, watch it on your TV. But also have the app open on your phone or
0: something and then text via that sort of platform. That could be a way in. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, back in terms of why I said it in Netflix, um, it's interesting (laughs) because a lot of these documentaries go actually on ESPN, right? Um, Because that's the main sports channel um, in the US. But ESPN were, it was their footage that was used for the documentary. So Netflix came with it, I think, with a deal with ESPN to do it. And obviously, Jordan's camp, you know to do it i think they gave jordan well they get, get more exposure uh, yeah. they'll get more exposure right yeah they get more exposure than netflix course. and espn yeah yeah that's, that's that's true that's true um and that's what obviously a lot of people who are maybe didn't really know much about basketball they actually learn a lot from that um it's exactly especially yeah, globally globally yeah, like yeah. you said that's absolutely right um all right well let's move
1: on now from yeah. the documentary let's go to um Something I think you mentioned to me in passing quite recently, but we never actually talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this um, NBA sort of ban in, uh, in your uh, second home, China. Yeah, yeah, this, crazy. let into detail of that. I've no, no idea about this. No, not even heard about it. So yeah, just yeah. explain that so, situation. Um, this started uh, during
0: the Hong Kong protests. Um, so one of the um, big uh, general managers in, in the NBA, uh, Daryl Morey, who's the um, GM of the Houston Rockets, um who actually had a massive presence in China because Yao Ming who used to play for them. And mm-hmm. He was the biggest Chinese uh basketball player of all time. He's retired now. Oh wow. Um he's well, I think he was like seven foot three or, or four. Like, yeah. He was massive, like a she- he was a cultural cultural player, like a great player. Mm. And just had a lot of injury problems. But yeah, so it's also yeah, he was the GM. So Darren Mori is the GM of um Houston. And um what he said, so he tweeted, um, I think it was on Twitter. Uh, As yeah, he tweet. tweet. <laughs> makes sense. Um, that free Hong Kong. That's what he tweeted. Oh, and, yeah. So the NBA has, has massive ties in China. They even have NBA China and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Um, so basketball is a massive, massive uh, sport in in, in China. Um, when I was living there, uh, the courts would always be busy. People loved loved to play, loved mm-hmm. to watch. You know, yeah. it was just massive. You know, um, people are wearing jerseys of like LeBron. Uh, Kawhi all these big players you know yeah. uh, Duran uh, just everyday activity like in America they would you know mm. um, like how maybe some people wear football jerseys here you know so it's a real massive culture massive stuff, massive. because massive. Uh, you don't see that here right no it's very yeah. different and obviously I, I like basketball so it was good for me I enjoyed it personally I like enjoyed playing yeah, of course, yeah. basketball over there and watching it over there um, some of the best times like, for me like living over there NBA playoff times was always great mm. like one of the best is the summer start of the summer it's yeah. like getting hot not too hot and it's just, it's nice like time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. just going, going back to Darren Maury, so he said, uh, he tweeted a uh, uh, free Hong Kong and obviously the Chinese government, it didn't um, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, due to obviously the situation around Hong Kong um, and it, obviously a lot of the the TV channels and a lot of the, um, the media there is of the, controlled by the government there. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we discussed that. Didn't yeah, you know? yeah. And so, um they asked obviously these media organisations to stop showing the NBA, stop reporting about the NBA because obviously it was disrespecting the country. Oh, okay. Yeah, so...
1: But was it not generating like, I don't know, was it not providing any promising, positive sort of uh, attributes to having that?
0: I mean that association,
1: NBA in China. Oh yeah, massive, yeah, of course. So were still. they not just as in was it worth it just because they disrespected them?
0: Yeah, have don't that in the Chinese culture, as I said in the last podcast, like it's all about face as well, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, you I can't be losing that, yeah, your face, yeah. But, you, like, 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 <laughs> you can't see me, John Cena, you know. <laughs> we'll losing face. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um Okay, so yeah. they're willing to like break ties and with the Hong Kong thing they're getting a lot of negative publicity yeah that and obviously the Erga muslim situation which is crazy yeah Um, yeah. I'm sure you yeah yeah I've heard of it um, but it's just yeah it's it's not so um, obviously they they didn't want to lose face and they felt that the NBA um, and especially Houston general manager um, Daryl Morey um, they wanted Daryl Morey fired they wanted him sacked because of that that's what the China wanted and then maybe they would have compromised know? yeah uh, but Houston weren't not going to do that. NBA weren't going to uh, force Houston to do that either, um, because it's just yeah, all he's doing is voicing a bit of uh, freedom of expression, right? That's mm-hmm. what, and that's not one of the main things in America: freedom of, of speech, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, that that's the situation now. Um, there was also a situation <laughs> which I just uh, read about today. Uh, so a former NBA player who's been playing in China for the last few years, Ty Lawson. Um, so he went on Instagram and he um, he just uh, basically <laughs> how do I say it in this uh, like a polite way? So he basically um, don't be polite to say, how, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. say in, how it's
0: yeah in, in, in his story he just he had a picture of him and a, a young female from from, uh, from China uh, okay. a Chinese woman and he was just uh, saying that maybe I should change my opinion about Chinese women um, in a, in a sort of a, to like cheeky way right right yeah um, and he had him her in a sort of Provocative situation, okay. right? Um, so he yeah, put out his story, and then a lot of um Chinese followers and people, obviously in China, uh, his fans or people who follow him, mm-hmm. they started obviously um abusing him on social media. Yeah. He's not—he's now banned from playing in the Chinese league. What? Wow. Yeah. So obviously, again, it's disrespectful from him. But again, he's a foreigner in, in that land. Um, it's illegal, isn't it? As well? it Wait, that's no, not illegal, it's not illegal, but it, it just oh. he, he was just uh, um,
1: disrespecting,
0: I guess. Okay, yeah. Um, After about... he said young Chinese girl, or something, no, no, not young, young, yeah, well, young, that's teen, sorry like, yeah, so yeah, over 18. I do, I do projects for that, yeah. yeah. All right. so, sorry Ty Lawson no, I do, do, uh, do apologise for that no, on I doubt he's yeah. No. yeah yeah no you never know you never know be the next guest no <laughs> next guest No, your comments. he's got an interesting story actually, actually as well because he actually was a star all star in NBA and then oh shit all star yeah and Damn. he then he um, he actually got into alcohol like mm. heavily um, and then he was he lost his career sort of uh, disintegrated yeah. from that and then he went into China he's doing well in China um, but yeah now this is another stage well, he yeah. was doing well in China. he was doing well yeah now he's, so he, now he's done now he's done he he's in China. Like, playing Europe maybe yeah yeah is that what's the biggest market in outside of the US is a China yeah, so, and... so China is now a big market okay right? so, yeah, this situation may change that but so, sure. I think still I think people will still be watching it through like the VPN and stuff like that but um, yeah because Barcelona sport you know and the young generation have ways of moving around technology I think to able to watch the games Hmm. um at least the highlights anyway um yeah so with with china i would say maybe um canada is next to america which obviously quite a few canadian players come through
1: well if there's a canadian league why does um a team like toronto raptors that we said not play in that league it's not the same you know like
0: the nba is such a big franchise that's where the best players play yeah so they wanted a a team in canada to represent the biggest city in canada sure um and Toronto wanted that. They wanted to have a team. They yeah, them. They used to have Vancouver as well. So they had two teams. Okay. Uh, but now, yeah, they, they are Toronto. Uh, okay. Saying, no, I was trying
1: to think of the name of the team. It wasn't a Whitecaps. Was it? No, no, it was
0: Vancouver Grizzlies. And they moved to... Who's Whitecaps? Is that a different sport? I think the White Caps are um, baseball, right? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> baseball in the you know? <laughs> True. Uh, America
1: you, know, you know,
0: like basketball in the night, you know? Well, yeah. It's America's past.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's move on anyway. Yeah. Uh, we know we've got to wrap it up soon, yeah, um, please, so I want to end on the. I think the, the reason why we got you on here because you've yeah. given us loads of knowledge and insight and understanding of the NBA, but to get this original point of view from yeah. yourself. Um, so I wanted to, to talk to us briefly about, uh, you know, how you got into NBA. Yeah. And what is it about it that drew you, drew you to it? Was it? Yeah. Right? And um, how long ago was that?
0: So I, I would say I first started getting into. Um, the NBA from a young age because obviously I'm a big uh, rap fan, rap music fan, mm. as you know, and uh, <laughs> a lot of um, the music I used to listen to back in the day like uh, Fabulous, uh, Fifty Cent, uh, Fat Joe, all of these guys, um, they all always used to wear like NBA jerseys, right? Right. In the, in the videos and stuff, you know. Cool. Um, obviously, that's the that's the initial <laughs> stage. <of that. laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a fashionista like that, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> not what I was expecting. Yeah, that, yeah. So, but... no, no. That's an issue. Obviously, I was attracted by the jerseys and, and yeah. that culture, right? Um, and then um, I bought a PlayStation, <laughs> PlayStation uh, 2 <laughs> at the time. Um, and and one, one of the games game that came in a bundle was NBA Live 2003. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was, it was unreal. So like, I used to play play that game uh, non-stop. Um, and I was kind, kind of a dork with it. I would change the stats and stuff. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> so, would you be wearing your jersey while playing this game? No, I didn't have any jerseys at the time. Ah, uh, uh, that was a dream. That was, that was a, a dream, jersey. yeah. I didn't have any money at the yeah. time, right? Fair, uh, fair, yeah, fair. all I had was, I don't know, some broken socks and <laughs> a wife wifey, I don't know. We <laughs> just rated with a marker, like, yeah. under Chicago Bulls. And <laughs> yeah, <things. laughs> um, yeah so, I had that game and then um, I played that game, obviously, like, numerously and several times throughout. Yeah, yeah, My life, you know, um, <laughs> and um, I actually I, I came to follow a few of the players there. So, like mm. Iverson is one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. And then the, his persona, I started following him. And the Portland Trailblazers, which is the team I first played with um, on the game. Okay. That was follow them. Yeah, that's my team. Right. Yeah. Because I like the jersey as well. That's yeah. really important to me. Uh, the black and red. Oh, you are a professional. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best jerseys out there. I think a black and red goes well, you know, um, in any sort of outfit. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, then from there I just followed up, followed sort of, um, following it, and then yeah, and then obviously gained more expertise, started playing a bit more, going to China sort of, really sort of, I guess, expanding that sort of like love for the game as well, mm-hmm. uh, being in that culture, and obviously I have a few like friends uh, like from America and other um, areas like Canada who are yeah. big into American sports and sort of... Um, yeah, because you are
1: big into American yeah, sports, yeah, and yeah, basketball yeah. is your forte, but you, you follow quite yeah, a I follow,
0: them, Yeah, I follow yeah. Uh, NFL yeah. as well, uh, but... I know like and other guys, well, for you. You know of some of yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were Yeah. yeah. I have more experience around that. But I think like, your yeah, basketball is my sport. Loved love the game. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, love playing as well, um, nice. as you know. Yeah, i
1: played you recently. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. You're pretty damn good.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You
1: could probably play in um, Europe or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no nah, I'm joking maybe you can replace Ty Nolsen in China no? there you go mate yeah, well like, I, don't I don't know why you're hating on this guy aren't I? no no I love Ty like, <laughs> Nolsen no he's a good you no I tried yeah. to steal his spot in China <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking nah,
0: nah, nah.
1: alright yeah fair play alright listen B-san yeah. thank you so much for your time man um, it's been a nice little uh, overview bite-sized overview I'd like to say yeah, yeah. of the current sort of uh, yeah, situation I you don't know, what to talk about NBA. but
0: yeah that's been excellent
1: no but it's given I think a lot of our listeners who maybe don't follow the sport as much and and maybe more interested about it based on the back of that um, Jordan documentary. Yeah, A nice little insight into the current sort of predicament, uh, sort of state of it, and, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. just, yeah, general basketball, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, if there's a cry out to hear a lot more about it, then we can happily get you back on. I know you're a man of many sort of interests and talents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping we can get you back on again soon. Yeah, yeah, anytime,
0: man. Huh? Anytime, you know, it's been a pleasure, as always, you know. the year has been
1: very good to me, you know?
0: Awesome. The show has been good to you. Oh, like yeah. it's me. Yeah, All yeah. right.
1: B-San, thanks so much for your time. Um, everyone back home, thanks for tuning in. Stay yeah. safe. Yes, yeah. Take care. Cheers, Bye-bye. guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.